China is trying to promote a national language. Not everyone is pleased. By Qinling Luo. China's efforts to promote Mandarin as the national language for 1.4 billion people have met resistance in parts of the country. Every Tuesday and Thursday, Inkstone Explains unravels the ideas and context behind the headlines to help you understand news about China. China has been promoting the use of Mandarin as the country's official language for decades, but this official push for linguistic unity has proved difficult in the vast country. China's 1.4 billion residents speak hundreds of mutually unintelligible languages and dialects. National figures show that some 270 million people, or about one in five people, do not speak Mandarin. The official efforts to promote Mandarin have met resistance in regions with large ethnic minority populations who fear losing their culture and language. In August 2020, a government push in the Chinese autonomous region of Inner Mongolia to stop teaching core subjects in Mongolian prompted fierce protests. The shifting linguistic landscape of China reflects both official policy and popular usage, with implications on national identity. What languages are spoken in China? Mandarin loosely refers to the common tongue in China, or Putonghua, the language that anchors speak on national television and state leaders use when giving speeches. It's the lingua franca of China, where some 1,500 languages and dialects are spoken by the Han Chinese, who make up more than 90% of the population. China officially has 55 other ethnic groups with their own indigenous languages. Many of the groups, such as the Uyghurs, Tibetans, and Mongols, share stronger cultural and linguistic ties with neighboring countries than they do with Beijing. Linguists disagree on the exact relationships between many of the languages. The United Nations has identified eight other dialects or languages on top of Mandarin: Yue, Cantonese; Wu, Shanghainese; Minbei, Fuzhou; Minnan, Hokkien, Taiwanese; Qiang, Gan, Hakka, Uyghur, and Tibetan. Why make all Chinese speak Mandarin then? After the communists came to power in 1949, the country's new leaders said the lack of a common medium was getting in the way of communication between far-flung communities and slowing the construction of socialism. In 1956, the premier Zhou Enlai launched a linguistic unity campaign, which said the use of Mandarin as the national language would be essential for China's political, economic, and cultural development. As well as enhancing national defense, a 2001 language law decreed that Putonghua in China must be used in all mass media, government offices, and schools. It also banned the overuse of dialects in movies and broadcasting. The law and a nationwide campaign to promote Mandarin has led to a steady rise in the number of the language's speakers. According to government figures, only 53% of the population could communicate in Mandarin in 2004. But the number rose to 70 percent by 2014. In 2020, the Education Ministry announced that this figure had now reached 80 percent. However, throughout the decades, the promotion of Mandarin has been contentious, with some ethnic groups fearing that it masks an attempt to erase their own culture and traditions under the guise of national unity. What are the protests in Inner Mongolia about? Ethnic Mongols in Inner Mongolia have demonstrated against a new policy announced in August to phase out Mongolian language textbooks and classes in elementary and secondary schools in favor of Mandarin ones. While China said there would still be room for Mongolian language teaching, parents and students boycotted schools, and thousands took to the streets angered by what they saw as a move that threatened to erase their culture.
In 2010, Tibetans also protested against having to use Mandarin in schools. In the same year, thousands marched in the streets in southern Chinese city Guangzhou when the city government proposed that two major television stations switch from broadcasting in Cantonese to Mandarin. Meanwhile, in Xinjiang, the government has been accused of using language as a way of undermining the identity of the Uyghurs and other mainly Muslim minorities. Inmates in its vast network of internment camps have to study Mandarin as well as Han culture, Chinese law, and Communist Party values. China has defended the use of re-education as a way of combating extremism and poverty. But the coercive nature of these camps and lack of due process has drawn widespread international condemnation.